I know the supernatural is something that isn't supposed to happen, but it does happen. WBSN presents Spooky South Ghost with your hosts, Tim Weisberg and Matt Costa. Good evening. Welcome to Spooky South Coast. Tim Weisberg here, along with the silent assassin Matt Costa and science advisor Matt Moniz, getting a little bit of a late start here to an early start, if that makes sense. We're uh, a little bit behind in where we wanted to be with the program because of some technical difficulties, of course. Uh, but we will have a great show for you anyway, going all the way up until the Red Sox pregame show starts at 9 p.m. We're going to be talking with psychic Joe Who. And uh, from what I understand from our friend and content director, Christopher Balzano, he is the amazing Joe Who, because Chris doesn't really, you know, talk much about psychics. He, you know, it's not something that we discuss very much, uh, but when he's telling me that, that Joe Who is blowing his mind with some of the connections he's made for him, and that's somebody that I know I want to talk to, and you'll have a chance to talk to him as well, because uh, in the second hour of the program tonight, we're going to be opening up the phone lines for free readings from Joe Who. But uh, if you don't get through, or if you do get through and you want a little bit more about what Joe's all about, you can hire him. Uh, he, he does phone readings on uh, through his website, joewho.com, J-O-E-W-H-O.com. And it's linked up, of course, on spookysouthcoast.com as well. Uh, so this is just a chance to see what Joe's all about, uh, what kind of um, connections he can make for you, or what kind of uh, hits he can get for you. And then, of course, just go to his website to find out how to get in touch with them for a longer, more in-depth reading. So that the readings, of course, though, those come up in the second hour. If you're unfamiliar with our program, because we're on at an earlier hour, we talk about the paranormal each and every Saturday night. Uh, we also podcast worldwide through our website, SpookySouthCoast.com, as well as iTunes. Uh, we have what we call Spooky TV, which is our in-studio cameras, which are set up every week during the show. And you can watch that right on our website, SpookySouthCoast.com, as the show is going on. And that's where our chat room is as well. So as interactive as you can be with us through the telephone lines and through email, SpookyCrew at SpookySouthCoast.com. And if you want to text us during the show at 508-444-2669, or 2661, sorry, 2661. 508-444-2661 is the text line. Uh, so th those are all the different ways you can get a hold of us during the show. And then, of course, the regular telephone lines, 508-996-0500. Or for toll-free calls, 1-877-996-1420. All that information is up on SpookySouthCoast.com as well. But the way we normally do shows when we have uh, people with abilities such as Joe Who on the program is we like to spend the first part of the show talking about them, finding out about their talents, how they came across them, how they utilize them, and really get the story behind their gift. And then in the second hour, that's when we open it up for you to discuss with them because we think it's important that you understand how it works and how it works for that particular uh, person before we start getting into the readings. So we'll do all that coming up here on the show. We do have a few things we want to tell you about, though, as we get going. The Bridgewater Triangle Show is coming up in two weeks, two weeks, for our annual Bridgewater Triangle Investigation Show. That's the big paranormal vortex 
that basically encompasses all of southeastern Massachusetts and even a little beyond. And we send actual paranormal investigators, both seasoned and newbies, out into the field to investigate various sites throughout the Bridgewater Triangle. And we've got, I think, uh, last check, we had something like 15 different individual slash teams that were heading out uh, on August 27th. And we're going to be placing them all over the place with a variety of call-ins to let us know what's going out in the field. We're going to have some experts here in the studio discussing things with us. So it's, it's going to be a really phenomenal show. You can find out more about it by going to our website, SpookySouthCoast.com, and clicking on the Bridgewater Triangle Project. Uh, but one thing that we do want to advise, for anybody that's planning on heading out to the Freetown State Forest area, just keep in mind, uh, last week there was a news story about an actual seasoned hiker who was out there. She got lost in the Freetown State Forest, and then the rescue team that went in looking for her also got lost. So it just shows you what that place is like, especially at night. So be aware of that. Please you know, take whatever precautions are necessary, maps, GPSs. Make sure plenty of people know where you're going and where you're going to be. And be sure to check in with the guard desk, too, and let them know and, and make sure everything's cool with them first. So, uh, But we'll have all the information about who's going to be where up on the Bridgewater Triangle Project subsite of SpookySouthCoast.com as we get ready. We are going to formalize uh, and notify everyone this week. Uh, so if you've already applied to be part of the show, then uh, just stay tuned for that information forthcoming. And if you want to get involved, there's still plenty of places you can go. Just email us, SpookyCrew at SpookySouthCoast.com with all your contact information. One other thing that we should tell everybody about, that's the upcoming Wareham Historical Society slash Spooky South Coast slash Ghost Village mega event that uh, we're announcing this week. It's uh, happening on October 15th. And basically what we're doing is we're taking over the whole little historical corner of Wareham, Massachusetts. Uh, we've got the Fearing Tavern, which you've heard us talk about on the show many times over the years. We were the first people to ever conduct a paranormal investigation there, and there hasn't been too many that have done so since. Uh, we're going to basically get everybody into the Fearing Tavern, the old meeting house, the Union Chapel, uh, the one-room schoolhouse, and possibly even the Tremont Nail Factory. Uh, and all its various outbuildings. So we're looking at probably having about a dozen different buildings that will all be within walking distance of one another that's all nestled right in this little corner of Wareham uh, for this event. Tickets are going to be $150. You're going to get with that uh, dinner included at the Mill Pond Diner, which is located right in that little area. So basically you'll just come, you'll park your car at Mill Pond Diner, uh, you'll walk over to the meeting house, get some cool lectures with Spooky South Coast, and Jeff Belanger of GhostVillage.com and the author of numerous paranormal titles as well as a host of 30-odd minutes. And if you don't know anything about the Fearing Tavern, you want to tune into this week's 30-odd minutes Tuesday night. Tuesday night? Tuesday night. Yes, because uh, I always watch it later on on podcasts, so I'm not exactly sure. So uh, Tuesday night because uh, we actually conducted uh, the show in the Fearing Tavern, so you'll get to see inside, see what it's all about. And I know that once you see it, you're going to want to get in there and investigate it for yourself. Uh, so that's, that's the plan. You're going to have the Fearing Tavern, the meeting house, the schoolhouse, the chapel, and hopefully the Tremont Nail Factory. Plenty of places uh, to investigate the paranormal. And some of those buildings, actually, with the exception of the Fearing Tavern, you'll be the first people to ever investigate them. Because uh, I don't know, I don't know if we're going to get into some of those smaller buildings. We might do the Nail Factory ahead of time just for safety reasons. We might go in there and conduct a, a pre-investigation. But uh, you're basically going to be the first people ever allowed to publicly investigate these locations. So. You don't want to miss out on that. Again, tickets are $150. It's October 15th. It's a Saturday night. So uh, if you want to get involved, we haven't put the tickets out for sale yet, but they will be soon. But if you do want to reserve a spot, just email us, SpookyCrew at SpookySouthCoast.com, and let us know that you want to take part 
in the Wareham Historical Society uh, Haunted Haunts Investigation. We're going to come up with a catchy name. I just haven't come up with anything yet. Historic Haunts is what I meant to say. All right. So, and also, speaking of Tuesday night, watch the Fearing Tavern episode of 30-odd minutes at 8 o'clock on 30oddminutes.com. Yep. And then at 9 o'clock, tune into Spooky TV to watch Spirit Connections with Tiffany Rice. I'm going to be your guest, and I am going to basically force myself down your throat for like uh, an hour and a half on, on Tuesday night. So normally you don't have to deal with me until next Saturday night, but this week uh, I'm going to invade your life a little bit more. It's just what everybody needs. Yeah, you guys have to deal with that anyway. <laughs> All right, why don't we take a break. When we come back, we'll get into the discussion with our guest tonight, Joe Who. And if you want to go to his website, it's joewho.com. It's linked up on the front of SpookySouthCoast.com. We're going to talk to him for a little bit, and then in the second hour, we'll open it up so you can get a reading from Joe Who. And uh, Chris is uh, in the chat room talking about the experience he had getting a reading from Joe Who. So tune in Spooky TV at SpookySouthCoast.com, and we'll be right back with more here on Spooky South Coast. Turn on all your lights, lock the doors, and pull down the shades. Spooky South Coast is back. Oh my! Oh, woe is me! Alright, welcome back to Spooky South Coast. Tim Weisberg here, along with the silent assassin Matt Costa and science advisor Matt Moniz. And if you're watching on Spooky TV, you might see that we've got both mats on the same side of the Spooky Studio tonight. That's because uh, Moniz is shadowing the silent assassin and, and kind of learning some more of the production stuff. So basically we're trying to make sure that everybody is a five-tool player here on the show. And uh, But the one thing that we can't do for you is offer up any kind of uh, psychic abilities. We claim to have none, but we do have somebody on the line who does have some very impressive gifts. Uh, he's joining us from Chicago. He's the host of the Joe Who Show, which you can get from his website, joewho.com. And uh, he's also a nationally recognized psychic and he joins us now on the show good evening joe welcome to spooky south coast how you doing hey thanks fine how are you oh we are spooktacular as we like to say here. <laughs> well spooky a little while ago here uh you know as you know i don't know if you know or not illinois is the rail hub of the world so i got stuck by a freight train on top of that of a super thunderstorm oh wow <laughs> so i made it back just in time i guess well it, i mean one of the the good things about being where you are though is uh you know, you're centrally located to the entire country, whereas here, you know, we, we have to always worry about, we're going on the air at 10 o'clock, so most of the time we're catching people during dinner. At least tonight we got you uh, a little bit early. We don't have to keep you up too late. Yeah, that's fine. I have no problem with that, you know, and it's good to be on the show, Chris, and uh, how's the weather you're at? Oh, we're, we've got a beautiful day today. <laughs> I wish I did. It's just, you know, it's <laughs> funny, it's kind of past now, so that's okay. You know, in Chicagoland area, the Midwest, I mean, you can have tornadoes one minute and the sun the next, you know. Well, let's hope no tornadoes during the show. No, no, no. Now, well, how does that work? I mean, do you do you get any kind of impressions of if bad weather, something along those lines, are going to be coming? Oh, yeah. Sure I do. Sure I do. You know, but uh, Illinois is so crazy. You know, I mean, the weather changes 15 minutes. And I, I'll, I'll give you a, a hint. They, they just had a weather alert about, I don't know, about two hours ago. Severe thunderstorms, 60-mile-hour winds, quarter-sized hail. You know, and it's going to be what neighborhood. Of course, it said my neighborhood, but it didn't hit here. Okay. Uh, two hours later, it hit here. So they were a little bit off, <laughs> you know. Well, I don't know. Sometimes meteorologists, uh, they, they have a, a far less accuracy rate than, than some psychics that I know. So You know, it's funny. They used to be more accurate. Now they go by all the computer models, you know. So I don't know. It's less uh, human intuition and more uh, more models, I guess. I guess. Well, you know. 
uh, these uh, these abilities, these gifts, are these something that you've always had your entire life? Yeah, I'm known as a voice natural direct, and what that means, Chris, is when I hear a person's voice, I start to see things behind my eyes. Don't say that's about the best way I can explain it. I've been doing it ever since I was about five years, about far back as I can remember, about five years old. Um, when people talk, I was able to see things about them, you know, all kinds of things. I remember asking my mom, uh, especially when there were little friends were crying, I'd find myself crying with them because I empathically felt what they felt. You know, I was trying to ask my mom why this is going on, and, and you know, she'd tell me when we were alone, this is, you know, our family can see things, Joey. Don't tell people. They'll make fun of us, you know. My mother and father from Europe are only first generation here. You know, my dad, my, my mother's father came here first. Uh, my gosh, and when he got to America, they said, hey, Joe, welcome to America. You're in the Army now. So my, great, my grandfather came here and, and fought in World War One in infantry. And then when he got out, uh, it took five years to bring his family over, which was my mom. You know, but my mom met my uh, her, my dad here, not in Italy, but here. My you know my family's from Italy, so my mom and dad met each other here in Chicago, not in Italy. So I thought that was interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, some of the, some of the uh, connections that people can make, uh, it's it's almost like the soul is meant to be connected, right. no matter where it happens. Right now, my mother has the ability. Now I have a brother and a sister, and my brother uh, didn't you know doesn't show any ability. My sister doesn't show any ability, but my father's father's brother. Uh, also had the ability. So my father's father's brother, um, my mother, me, my mother's mother, my grandmother, yeah. And it's as natural as anything. I mean, there's nothing spooky about it. It doesn't go against religion and all that stuff. It's just an You know, i got to tell you something. Years ago, when early man came to America, you know, and the settlers, I mean, when they, you know, went across the country, what they do at night? What, what, play video games? You know, they commune, they talk, they watch... They sat around the campfires, which, by the way, is a hypnotic thing, and it kind of forces you into kind of a meditative state. I think people use their intuition a lot more than they did then than they do now. I think a lot of people, it's not, for, you know, it's kind of forgotten. It's, it's not gone away. It's just forgotten. People need to bring that up again. Well, one of the, the interesting parts to me about uh, psychics and their abilities is the different ways that it works for each one of them. It, it never really seems to be the same experience from one to the other. There's a lot of similarities, but for some, you know, they might hear something. Others might see an image. Oh, oh sure. Um, this, uh, all right. You know, there are tarot card readers, all right? They're, they're, their focus is the tarot card, okay? That's a tool they use. Crystal, people that uh, gaze at the crystal balls, it's not the crystal ball per se. It's they're focusing their ability into the crystal, you know? Some people hold things. It's called psychometry. Okay, they can hold an object and tell you about that. There's all different types, but it's all basically the same thing. It's intuition, precognition. It's all the same. It depends on the tools. Mine just happens to be voice, which uh, I found out later on in life is not that common. Yeah, I'm going to say I think you're the first one that I've talked to that has that ability. How does it work for you then? If you if you get it from the voice, what what happens to you when you hear something in someone's voice? Well, I start to see things behind my eyes, and I wound up in Chicago radio totally by accident in 1984. Um, it's a long story, but I remember uh, um, I won a contest, okay, and the guy said, come down to the studio and give me tickets to see Genesis, and I love Genesis. So I went down there, and uh, he says, how, could you, how did you know that I lost that? Or you know what I did? I said, because I can see it when you talk. He said, when I talk? He says, yeah. And I tried to explain to him. Then he says, okay, you want to take a call? Would you take a call? He took a call, and the producer says, you know, I, said, I have to hear him talk. So they said, well, what are you doing right now? Well, you, you know, <laughs> late night radio, you get all kinds of, you know, screwy answers. So you can't ask them what they're wearing. So the producer says, why don't you ask them the month of their birth? I said, well, that's astrology. Said, no, no, astrology, you have to have the birth day, the time, and place they were born. I said, that's fine. All I want is a month then. You know, okay, what month were you born? You know, first name, month of your birth, and, that, and whatever question they had. So long as they say that, I, that's all I need to hear their voice, that little bit. If I need to hear more, I'll ask a question, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and the interesting thing is when you, someone asks the month of their birth, they hesitate. 
when they hesitate, the door opens. Oh, okay. Okay, and then all of a sudden, things just come flooding through. And it's very quick, so if I talk fast, I don't mean to. It's, it's like reading a teleprompter. If I don't get it out, it's going to go by. Oh, understandable. Now, with some people, though, it's hard to read people, you know, if you're not uh, gifted. You know, it's hard to get a read on some people, and it's hard to have people open up when they first start talking to you. Or some people like that with you. Does it take a while? You have to really talk to them before stuff starts to come through? No. No. You know, it's funny, too. No, it, it, no, it doesn't. You know, um, and, and there may it's rare instances where I don't get anything, or very little, so that I'll ask them a question. I'll say, oh, where are you from originally, you know? And they'll tell me, and that's all it takes. Um, I'm not a cold reader. <clears throat> you know, some people have accused me of that. I says, wait a minute. I talk to people all over the world over the phone. How could be a cold reader if I can't see them? Yeah, true. You know? Well, t I got a question for you, Joe. Yeah. Uh, this is Matt. Uh, I'm here in the studio with Tim. Uh, where, when you hear a person's voice, is it like just an image? Or is it more like a movie playing behind your it's, eyes? It's a, it's a good question, Matt. It's it's like a teleprompter. You've, you've seen teleprompters in studios. Yes. And, so, and it's words, and sometimes it's images, sometimes it's clouds. All those signify something to me. Now, I'll give an example. Your first name is what? My first name is Matt. Uh, my co-host here is Tim. Okay, and... Oh, did I call him Chris? Yes. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, people do that all the time. It, it's I'm the highlight of Chris's life if you mistake me for him. Okay, I'm sorry, Tim. And uh, and Matt, just a month your birth. May. Okay, see? And and the interesting thing about you is that you're you're an emotional, creative guy, all right? You, you're going to do always better in the evening hours, and you can't just do one thing. What excites you today could bore you next week. So I would consider you to be an old soul, all right? Although you're Well, I did used to babysit God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, the thing is that, you know, you like people. You don't have a wall around you, but it takes time for you to trust people enough to bring them into your life, you know? That's a thumbnail sketch of how you are. And I just see things behind my eyes. Um, you can be a very skeptical person. Uh, you can be a very open person. Depends on your moods. And there are times you can get moody. Uh, are you calling me bipolar? No, not at all. <laughs> you can if you want. Cause... No, I'm not. I'm not. Um, That's I... a very complex person. What people see on the outside is not what's necessarily on the inside of that man. Oh, you have no idea. Yes, I do. <laughs> Well, he's Joe Who. He does know. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, and that's that pretty much does fit Moniz to a T. Uh, and it is rare that people do get inside his his barriers. Uh, you know, he's he's one of these people that's very guarded. And I know that he's somebody that, especially when it comes to people with psychic gifts, uh, it takes a lot to impress him. Oh, he's, he's skeptical. I have no problem with that. You know, and, and he's careful of who he chooses for his friends. I tried to be. Yeah, and Matt also, Matt, you're an interesting guy because... This what I'm going to tell you usually is for younger souls, but you need you have to have your own quiet time. You need to do that to recharge. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's you know that's how I see you. Yeah. Okay. Well, Thank there you go. go. That that's kind of a, a little bit of, of what Joe can do later on in the show for some of the listeners. Uh, when you are getting these impressions, uh, I mean. Is it a matter of, like you said, like it kind of all comes at once? Do you feel like almost instantaneously you know this person? Oh, that's a good question, Tim. Um, I don't necessarily know them, mm -hmm. but when I make the connection, I have an inner knowledge of them. Because I just wonder how that works with you, then, if you're not giving somebody a reading, but if you're just meeting them in your day-to-day -day life. I mean, is it hard for people to keep secrets from you? Yes. However, everybody has a wall up. And I always tell people that come, you know, my clients, you know, people come see me, 
I said, you know, um, everybody has walls up. If there's something you don't want me to see, don't think about it. Because if you think about it, you're going to bring it to the forefront, and I'm going to see it anyway. All right. I got a question for you, Joe. Somebody put something up in the uh, chat room that made me wonder. You know, they're, they're jokingly asking if you could read Stephen Hawking, but what about somebody that is, say, mute? Well, it's funny you say that. I had a, a client uh, that came to me about four years ago. She was a mute. Um, she brought her, I think it was her mom or her aunt with her, and she couldn't talk, but she can utter sounds, and that's all I needed. All right, say somebody who is deaf, who generally, you know, deaf from birth, and all I know is sign language. Would you be able to interpret that? Not sign language because I can't read sign language, but if they can utter a sound, I can. Okay. So it's kind And of sometimes if I touch them. People with special needs, I touch them, and I have a connection with that. It doesn't always work with people who have all their, you know, senses. That's what I was going to get into next. Yeah. What about people with uh, dis certain disabilities? And you pretty much answered that question. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, and the funny thing is, the first time I ever did television, my eyes go back and forth really fast, and I was embarrassed. I never knew my, I mean, I never knew that. And way back in 1985, I think I did some show on one of the, I think, on Fox television. I just, I freaked myself out. And uh, I asked one of my friends, oh, your eyes always do that when you do that. And I said, oh, really? I never, I never thought about it because... When I'm reading something, I'm, it's like I'm seeing something else. I'm not paying attention to what my eyes are doing. So, I mean, it says on your website that you can tell people about their past, their present, their future. Right. Uh, and by gaining insight into who they are as a person, by hearing their voice, right. uh, what what do you see? Do you do you get kind of visions of what their future might be or what their past was? Uh, past, yeah, I can get past in this life. Now, so, you know, past life regression, um, I do that, but that's a three-hour process. Sometimes when I talk to someone, there's something that's close that comes pops through, mm -hmm. and I tell them that they ha might have a strong draw to Germany, okay, which you do, by the way, uh, Tim, um, and some people have a strong, a strong draw to England or the Netherlands. Once in a while, that comes through, and I said that they must have had a, a, a past life there. So when, when the past uh, you know, regression does need to take place, it is something that takes a while to get really deep into. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and people sit there, you know, some, they have these intu intuitives that says, well, in this life you were this, that, and the other. And it's, you know, and, and I've been doing this my entire life, and trust me, I'm older than both you guys, and it's never it's never worked that way for me at all. So the, what you're saying then is that, uh, you know, I probably wasn't George Washington in a past life. No, <laughs> you weren't, Jimmy, no. Uh -huh. I, lo I love that when, when uh, you know, you can go to four or five different, uh, you know, storefront psychics, yeah. and they'll, they'll tell you who you were in a past life, and from one to the other, you know, you'll, one time you were George Washington, another time you were Ben Franklin. You, know, you were all these famous people that all lived together at the same time. Ninety-nine percent of the time, you're a normal person in your past lives as you are today. That's a I have never had anyone come to my office that was an animal before. You know, some people believe in transmigratory reincarnation mm -hmm. um, or was a famous person. No, it never happened. And I've spoken to literally thousands of people. That's how rare it is. What, what's the biggest challenge when you're trying to read somebody? What's, like, the biggest stumbling block that might get into your way? If people are heavy on um, uh, drugs, whether it's medications, real heavy medications, or they're drunk, forget it if they're drunk because I can't see anything. And besides, if I could, they wouldn't be able. To, you know, they couldn't comprehend it anyway. Yeah, it's kind of a, a waste too if you're gonna, you know, spend the money to really seriously find information out about yourself and to then do something like that to impair the reader's ability. It's it, it wouldn't make any sense to me. But you know, I'm sure some people, I don't know, they're just like that all the time. You know, what's really sad. Even that I find more sad than that. Sometimes I'll, I'll get a session with someone and I'll just talk. And I'll say, look, you know, you're paying me to answer questions. Mm -hmm. 
you know, you, I haven't told you anything. Well, that's okay. You're listening. And I felt really bad. So I, I send them back their phone. I mean, I, I, won't, I won't accept their money. You know, they don't have to pay me to talk to me. I, I think that you probably can agree with this, but uh, it seems like a lot of people with abilities such as yours, they find themselves as almost like a substitute counselor. Some people are almost more willing to believe in psychic abilities than they are willing to believe in, uh, you know, some kind of uh, mental therapy. <laughs> I couldn't tell you how many psychiatrists and psychologists I have as clients. I have clients that are nuclear physicists, microbiologists, analytical chemists, NASA personnel, you name it, I've talked to them. Corporations, the top 500, top 100 corporations, over the years I've talked to them all. All of the 85 bears except for two. <laughs> well, it, it, <laughs> really? Yeah, absolutely. That's, uh, that's pretty interesting. I, I almost want to ask you who the two were that you didn't talk to. <laughs> I can't tell you that. Just just because I want to know which one. Because they're the ones that just didn't want to admit to themselves that they believe it. That's all. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You know, it was fun. And they, they looked at it as fun. And, and uh, i got to tell you, one of the nicest guys on there was Butthead. Kevin <laughs> Butler. Yep. He just, and, he, and you know what surprised me? He's a little guy. You know, I thought he'd be, you know, these big, big guys. He's a little guy. But he, he's a kicker, right? So he was just, he was the nicest guy. Do you, do you get a lot of uh, clients who are, who are athletes? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I talked to a lot of athletes. Uh, professional figure skaters. Um, yeah, I, like I said, all walks of life. I mean, I've talked to, like I said, doctors, lawyers, nuclear physicists, priests, nuns, rabbis, Hasidic Jews. doesn't matter. I talk. People are people. I talk to them all. I find that, because uh, I'm a sports writer by trade, and I find that uh, these days, you know, more and more athletes are willing to, you know, kind of lay it out on the line and maybe find out a little bit about their future to find out if they're going to have a good game and if they're going to, ha you know, if they're going to have a championship season some point in their life, and I think that you know, even if the reader who's doing it uh, has no idea, at least the fact they're going and they're discussing it can serve as a motivational factor for them. Uh, I got to tell you a little quick story. Um, on, I was on Fox Television on their sports channel, on the sports one of their sports programs, and uh, it was a Bulls' first championship, okay, that they won, and they lost the first game, and I was on with these people, and they were losing the second game because they were on opposite us on a different channel. And this guy said, what do you think the Bulls are going to do? I said, they're going to take it in five. And he laughed at me. He said, Joe, they lost the first one. They're losing this one. He says, you want to change your mind? I said, no, they'll take it in five. And they took it in five. And for two months, they played that segment on that sports show as an opener. <laughs> True story. Well, we've, we've done a few stories uh, at the paper I work for. You know, we used to do the story where we talked to the local psychics and get their predictions about, you know, a local team in the Super Bowl or some, some sort of sporting event. And it seems like more often than not, you know, it's, it's, they, don't, they don't get a good hit on it. And I think part of the problem with that is, is that being in the area where everybody's hyped up and they're so emotionally charged for it, that must kind of cloud some of what, what the person's able to see. Well, that's partially true. That's part of it. But the other part is this, you know, what's the greatest gift that we have is free will, okay? Looking at an individual's path, okay, is quite a bit different than looking at a team's path because a team is made up of individuals. Mm -hmm. And certain things that I see can be changed and certain things I see cannot be changed. And I don't know where that line lies. I don't think any intuitive does, you know? Uh, when, I looked at the, when I looked at the Bulls, I looked at them as a team, Right? I didn't look at his individual players. Football, you know, people ask me what I think the Bears are going to do, and I'm really hesitant to, to talk about sports teams because, you know what, there's a lot of, uh, you know, the, uh, if I look at a, let's say I look at one football team, and I'll say, well, there are three players that, who aren't on the program with the other players, and they're going to cause a problem. Well, that makes it difficult to make uh, my decision of who's going to win because of too many variables, because of free will. Sure, and if you're only focusing on the, the fate of one team, right. it doesn't take into account the fate of the other team. And right. 
Well, one question that I will ask you, and we usually ask this of most of the uh, gifted people that we have on the show, uh, how do you handle, uh, obviously in radio it's different, when you're doing ra- you know, radio readings, you're going to try to keep it, you know, as, as uh, not, I don't want to say vague, but you're not going to get into too many details with people, but when you're doing a, a phone consultation with somebody and bad news pops into your into your vision, I mean, how do you share that information with somebody if you get... Do you get any kind of medical intuitive? Uh, intuitive? Oh, I get a lot of that. You know what I do? I, and then it's kind of it's kind of hard because I kind of check myself because it comes out so fast. I'll see a medical problem, and thank goodness I'm not a, a physical impasse. In other words, if you got a backache, Tim, your lower back, and it bothers you on the right side, I can feel the emotional pain of that, not the physical pain. Some people can. Thank goodness I don't. I have enough of my own pains. You know, yeah. if I see someone who's got a, a detrimental health problem, I'll say, "When was the last time you were a doctor?" Oh, you need to have a physical. You know, I want them to specifically tell them to check your parathyroid or, you know, tell them to look here. Just, what do you see? you see anything? I said, there's something cloudy. I'm not, I'm not worried about it. Even if it's nasty, I don't want to scare them. Mm-hmm. If you scare them, there's something called self-fulfilling prophecy. If you, you know, if you believe something enough, you can make it happen. If you want to will yourself to die, you can actually do that. And, and then you get also get into the dangerous position where some people, you know, especially if you've made some, some really good connections for them, some people might take your word over a doctor's word. Uh, you, you know, and just kind of resign themselves to something before. No, I would never cut for it. I would never do that. Never do that. You know, I'll, I'll even tell people, I say, I'm not a doctor. I suggest, you know, I, but if it's a specialist, I'll tell them what specialist I need, to, you know, to have them see what kind of. I'll give an example. A lady called, I used to do Chicago radio on all the, you know, the, the number two market in the country. And uh, this lady called and she said, Joe, I have been, you know, for past few years I've been going from doctor to doctor and no one can find anything wrong with me, but there's something wrong and I know it. And I, and I looked at her and I saw something. And I said, this is going to sound crazy. Just pay attention. I said, I'm going to send you to a doctor who's not going to know what you have, and he has this suspicion who's going to send you to a doctor that knows what you do have. And I looked at and I told her, I said, I'm not even sure what I'm saying, but, you know, you have nothing. She said, Joe, at this point in time, I have nothing to lose. So, they, you know, we played a song. I gave her the name of a, a neurobiopsychiatrist which deals specifically in the chemistry of the brain. He had a suspicion, sent her to a brain specialist, and she had a malignancy on her pituitary. Six more weeks, she would have been dead. Wow. And that's a true story, too. You know what's nice about all the shows I did on Chicago radio? You know, the skimmers, they used to use skimmers uh, back then. They used to, anywhere, you know, when they had having of uh, VHS, the skimmers were put on VHS because you get six hours on a tape. So I have every show I've ever done from 1984 to the present. Well, and one one thing that people can access uh, pretty easily is uh, your, your show that you do now, the Joe Who Show. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Uh, the Joe Who Show is on the internet. It's, uh, it, the website is just johu.com. Johu is one word, J-O-E-W-Show.com. Every Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. Central, uh, we open up the show, and we, sometimes we have guests, and sometimes we have open forum, open calls. And we have call-in lines. People can call in and we'll ask whatever they want. Well, and it runs from 8 to 10 or 11, depending on, you know, how I feel about it. What's nice about doing your own show is, you know, you're not really... If I, don't want, if I want to go longer than three hours, I can. If I can go a little shorter than three hours, I can do that, too. Yeah, we do that here. We're on terrestrial <laughs> radio, and we just take over. <laughs> but, you know, I, uh, sorry, I, go ahead. I worked at uh, WLS in Chicago, WLUP in Chicago, WCKG in Chicago. I've done New York. I've done almost every major radio station in the country. But now with your show, The Joe Who Show, you're getting some of uh, my favorite people in the world as, as guests, uh, including I saw you recently had Jim Mars. Oh, he's, I love Jim Mars. He's a great guy. He is. He's one of my favorite people Did in the world. Did you ever tell you the story about his childhood, what happened to him? No. Okay, well, you ask him sometime. I can't tell you, but ask him. I'm sure he'll share it with you. I will. He, and he's always been a, a great guest on this show, and, and I've noticed that you've had uh, such other guests as uh, Dr. Evelyn Paglini. Yes. And uh, Richard course, Hoagland. Richard Hoagland, yep. Dr. Brian Weiss. I was the first person to bring Richard Hoagland and Dr. Brian Weiss into Chicago radio. Oh, wow. You know, one of the top hypnotherapists in the world. 
His name is Dr. Uh, his name is Larry Garrett. He's only one of 15 people to win what's called the Metzger Award for his work in hypnosis. We've had him. We've got all kinds. Well, God, I can't remember them all. Michael Cremo. Uh, uh, I, I can't remember. Just many, many, many guests. So it sounds like uh, plenty of great shows that people can go and access and download, and then they can get all caught up to keep up with the show each week. Oh, yeah, it's fun. You know, it's not just about psychic ability. It's about us as people. I always tell people we're all connected. 97% of us are part of the same family. 3% of the people in the world are truly evil. I don't mean bad, because good people do bad things, you know, because, you know, the, the good Lord knows that we're all bound by the things that the human flesh is heir to. I mean, he knows that. But there are 3% of really purely evil, and that's over gee, almost 200 million people. Well... I'll, I will ask you this because I know that sometimes I have my own opinions uh, about some of the guests that we have on the show, and I try to keep them to myself uh, and try and just conduct the interview that the listener wants to hear. But what about you having your abilities and talking to these people? What happens if you start to have things come through when you have somebody like Jim Mars on the line? Do you, do you speak with him about it on the air, or do you kind of let him know later, or do you just kind of let it pass? When I have a guest on the show, um, <laughs> I see something about him. After the show, you know, we, I always tell them, hold on, I want to talk to you after the show, to thank them for being on the air and something that I saw, you know. Um, when we had Richard C. Hoagland, the first time we brought him, uh, brought him on, there was a Mars mission, and I said, Richard, wouldn't that be funny if I stopped working before it got to Mars? He looked at me and says, he says, oh, yeah, that's not going to happen. All these radio telescopes are aimed that, too. I said, well, that's what happened. It stopped working. So and then he said, then he said Joe, you're the first person that ever made me think about the possibility of conspiracy. Wow. Yep, and that's exactly what happened, and that was on the show. Well, and if anybody, I was going to say, if anybody wants to download it, uh, they can just go to thejohu.com, and it's linked up on the front page of SpookySouthCoast.com. We have to take a break for the news coming up here, but when we come back on the other side, we're going to open up the phone line so you can talk to Joe Who, find out a little bit more about yourself and see what he's all about, and if you like what you hear, or if you want to find out a little bit more, if you don't get through, you can check out his website, johu.com, and you can book a reading there. I think I saw Joe, uh, $75 for half an hour? Yes. And uh, I'm sure that uh, you can get a lot of great information in that time. But, again, you know, why not just uh, book the whole three-hour past life regression experience and find out who you were? Uh, and if it was George Washington, you know, <laughs> if it actually does happen at some point, contact us and let us know because you will be our one official George Washington past life person. All right, uh, we're going <laughs> to take a break. Uh, again, we'll throw out the phone lines now, but we're not going to take the calls until the start of the second hour. It's uh, 508-996-0500. One eight seven seven nine nine six fourteen twenty. If you have a question that you want to ask Joe and you can't get through on those lines, you can always email us spooky crew at spookysouthcoast.com. We'll get that here. You can also text it to us at five zero eight four 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 two six six one five zero eight four 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 two six six one. Please don't call now because uh, we, we're going to clear the lines uh, during the news break. But when we come back, we will talk with more with Joe Who here on Spooky South Coast. We do have a system. I'm sure I haven't the faintest idea what you're talking about. Turn on all your lights, lock the doors, and pull down the shades. Spooky South Coast is back. It's boring. You're boring, everybody. Quit boring, everyone. All right, welcome back. Hour number two of Spooky South Coast. Tim Weisberg here, along with the silent assassin Matt Costa and science advisor Matt Moniz, broadcasting live on WBSM and also on Spooky TV at SpookySouthCoast.com. If you're listening to the show on the radio for the first time, because we're normally on from 10 to midnight, 
Well, we have in-studio cameras that you can check out on SpookySouthCoast.com. You can also join in the live chat room as well. Uh, tonight's guest is Joe Who. You can check out his website, JoeWho.com. And, of course, we spared him the whole Who's On First <laughs> routine that we had uh, planned out earlier because we figured you probably heard that a number of times in your, your radio career. Many times. And people ask you, are you a doctor? Yes. Uh, people have actually called me Doctor Who. I've got to tell you the story how I got the name Joe, Joe Who. Oh, please. Um, my mom and dad had a company. It was a lampshade company, all these real fancy handmade lampshades. And uh, my mother befriended this Polish lady that lived in, uh, in Chicagoland, and she brought her some sewing, you know, because she couldn't get out, so my mother put it to work that way. And um, her husband's name was Joe, um, and, uh, and uh, her, her son was named Marty. One of her kids was Marty, and I became friends with Marty. Well, her husband's name was Joe. His, uh, Marty's cousin next door was named Joe, and he had a brother, Joe. So one day he says, hey, my Joe's coming over for dinner. She said, Joe who? And he just said, yeah, so it kind of stuck. <laughs> Yeah, so that's, and it's stuck from that point on, you know. Well, it works, too. It's kind of a little bit of a mystical name, too, for doing what you're doing now. I guess, but it, it's, uh, gosh, that was way back in the 70s. So well, I've had it for a long time. It, it's catchy, it's easy to remember, and it's a, a great website to check out, joewho.com, where you can get the Joe Who Show and find out more about how to get readings with Joe. But now we're going to open up the phone lines for the listeners. If you want to get through, the numbers are 508-996-0500. One eight seven seven nine nine six fourteen twenty, and and just keep trying because they're already lit up now, and they'll probably stay that way throughout the whole show, as I'm sure you used to, Joe. Now you said you want people to give you their name and just you want their, to just their first name and just the month of their birth, and not a number, just say the month. Okay. You know, and if they got a question, they can ask a question. That sounds good to me. All right. Well, let's start it right off uh, with line one. And good evening. You are on Spooky South Coast with Joe. Who we need your name and the month of your birth. Shawnee August. Okay, do you have a question, Jenny? Oh, Shawnee. My name's Shawnee. Oh, no, I'm sorry, Shawnee. No, it's okay. Uh, um, actually, I, I always felt like I never met my grandfather. He was really close to my mother, and I always felt like he's, like, kind of got me out of everything. I always felt like he's over me. I don't know if you can, Okay, you know. so you, you, you feel like your grandfather's around you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I have no doubt with that. And here's the interesting thing about that. You're basically a logical person. You know, you deal more uh, with the analytical. You, of course, you got heart and emotions. You're normal. Um, but you tend to be a person that tends to be more analytical. So if you even have that feeling, it has to be based in nothing, you know, more than uh, superstition or supposition. It's something you're feeling, and I have no doubt that he's probably keeping an eye on you. He's not hanging around, but he, I'm yeah, sure he checks yeah. on you once in a while. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I felt, yeah. Yep, and here's another thing. Let's say you're doing something, watching TV, or you're on the phone, or you're, you're, you know, you're, you're doing laundry, and all of a sudden he pops in your head. For no apparent reason, that's because he's there. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's cool. Okay. Right. Yeah, thank you. All right, you're welcome. <laughs> All right, thank you very much. All right, let's go to the next line, uh, line two. You are next. You are on the air on Spooky South Coast with Joe Hoop. We have your name. And go ahead. We have a name in the month of your birth. Matt, Matt will get it going. All right, good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast with Joe Hoop. We have your name in the month of your birth. Or Sue, and my birth month is October. You know, Sue, the first thing I can pick, let me tell you what I pick up on you, first of all. Um, you're a person that uh, has had a lot on your plate over the years, all right? I, mm -hmm. For some reason, I think you grew up quicker than other kids, and uh -huh. uh, the, the sad part about it is that every time you tried to go forward one step, someone grabbed your shirt tails and pulled you back two steps. Mm -hmm. uh, the sad part about it, that goes in relationships and things, and it's taken a lot of energy, uh, especially the past four years. 
you're coming uh-huh. out of what it's a negative cycle, so you have to be aware that good things are beginning to happen to you. And please be careful. Don't say, gee, this is too good to be true, or when's the other shoe going to drop, because you're going to slap yourself back into negativity. And the choices you make, you know, you're not a good judge of character like you think you are. All right? And that's a, that's a sad thing. And you have a hard time saying no to people. And it's gotten you, you know, in trouble. Not necessarily in trouble, but it, it goes against some of the things that you should do for yourself. Stand up for yourself is, is something that's been hard for you to do. Uh, mm-hmm. People that were supposed to be your friends have betrayed you, and affairs of the heart also. Okay, and I have a, a nephew who's recently lost his job. Okay. And I was just wondering um, if you could see anything good happening in the future. What's his name? Mark. And what's the month of his birth? December. When did he, when, when did he lose his job? Why, no, wait, why did he tell you? How did he lose his job? Uh, he was laid off. I guess the company had, was having a, a slowdown. Okay. And he lost his job that way. Yeah. Okay, well, that's... That, that's probably true, but there's other, uh, you know, extenuating circumstances also. Uh, he needs to. He really needs to look for a job because the longer he's out of work, the harder it is for for him to get a job. Mm-hmm. Um, he can be remarkably stubborn at times, and he doesn't know always listen to people that have, you know, his want to give him good advice. Okay. You know, he'll he'll listen, but he still does what he wants to do. He's got to probably come back down. Sometimes he's a little bit too lofty in the clouds as far as his, his assumption of himself. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Let's go right to the next call. And, Joe, if you need a break at all during the interview, just let us know. Oh, sure. Okay, good evening. You are next on Spooky South Coast with Joe Who. We need your name and the month of your birth. Uh, This is Chris from the Cape, but I just have a question. Okay, sure. Uh, Sure, my question is, Joe, you recently did a reading for me this All right, stop letting Moni touch the phone. Uh, What happened? I just lost him. Yeah, that's because Moni's playing with the phone. Hang on. (laughs) Go ahead, hit three, and we'll see if you... Are you still there, Chris? All right. Who, who, who's playing with the phone? Well, uh, no, Moniz is... Uh, it's, his first, it's his first day behind the... Uh, behind the Leave the phones part. alone, Moni. <laughs> all right, all right. Matt Moniz, stay away from the phones. All right, so why don't we have... Uh, see if Chris can call back. Uh, again, the, the numbers are 508-996-0500, Let's go right to that call, then. Uh, good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast with Joe Who. Can we have your name and the month of your birth? Yeah, this is Chris who got cut off. Yeah, you can thank uh, Matt Moniz for that. <laughs> All right, sorry. Oh, and Matt did it. <laughs> and you said no you, had a que- you had a question for Joe? Yeah, my question, Joe, this is Chris Balzano. Uh, we had spoken a few times. Um, my question is, when you and I had spoken, you spoke, you spoke about me, but then you also spoke about my wife. Um, and this is very similar to the one you were just talking to as well. When that happens, that second person... Do you get my impression of that person, or do you, like, psychically leap, uh, and now you can kind of receive information from that person? No, I get the first, I get the impression from the person. In other words, I can see you, and I can also see people around you. Excellent. Okay, okay. I just want to hear that, and my wife was concerned, so... Yeah, I can see you and people around you. All right, thank you very much. You're welcome. Love, great show tonight. Thank you, Chris, for setting it all up, and... He was asking that question in the chat room, Joe, and I have to apologize. I didn't get to it because I, I wasn't quite following what he was talking about. It's always better if you can explain it yourself. And if you're in the chat room and you have a question, feel free to, to call in with that as well. Uh, again, 508-996-0500, Those are the numbers. Let's go to the next line. And I'm sorry, Tim. I'm used to operating Thanks. the phone from upside down. I'm not used to <laughs> operating it from That's this side. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, just next week, I'll handle the phones. <laughs> Good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast with Joe Who. Can we have your name and the month of your birth? This is Clarissa in March. Um, Clarissa, you're a very, very old soul. 
You're extremely oh. empathic. You're also intuitive. Do you listen to it? Uh-huh. Good. Because you, you're a very intuitive person. Um, and in, and intuitive, intuitive people, by the way, can't necessarily read for themselves. At least I can't. And very few that I've met can. So you're a very intuitive person. You're a typical old soul. I mean, you're going to do better in the evening hours. You like people. What excites you today could bore you next week. You can't just do one thing. Okay? That's how you are, too. Um, and you have a lot of charisma. Do you ever notice how people just talk to you and tell you their, their stories? Yes. Actually, you know? yes. Okay. That's because they feel something from you. You know, we all emanate energy, and, and you you emanate a lot of energy. Do you have a question? I do have a question, actually. Um, Tim and the guys in the studio may have already heard about this, but I've got a very exciting endeavor on the horizon. I wanted to see if you could kind of tell me a little bit about that and if it's going to pan out and uh, well, if it's going to be a good thing or a bad thing. Well, well first of all, you, i got to tell you something. Jack of all trades, master of none. That's an old soul. You said you have a, an exciting uh, endeavor on the, uh, on, the, on the horizon. This is not the first time you've had something like this come through to you, right? No. Okay. It's not the first time. Right. What does this one entail? Um, I, I decided uh, last week that I want to be like Tim Weisberg when I grow up. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, that's a bad idea. You don't need to be psychic to know that. <laughs> you know, um, because you're an old soul, i got to tell you something, to be honest with you. You know, do I see a fantastic endeavor? I see a lot of ideas. I see a lot of gung-ho one day and then kind of let it peter out the next day. I see that in you. But i got to tell you something. If you do something you love, money always follows. But the thing is, you know, you you can't sit down and still and long enough to decide what it is that you really, really want to do. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, because that's how you, but that's how old souls are, you know. But the one thing you have to understand, old souls are good in anything creative. That's anything, the sciences, mathematics, music, all kinds of things are creative, all right? And, you know, you like people, and, but sometimes you don't have a lot of patience. You don't have a lot of patience for ignorance. For some reason, you have a hard time with that. That's absolutely correct. Yeah. Clarissa, please tell me it's what I what I hope it is. I Well, I don't know. Is it what you hope it is? What do you hope it is, Tim? I hope you're joining Spooky TV. Um, I don't know about Spooky TV, but I was offered my own show. Well, it's probably bigger than spooky. It's probably bigger than spooky TV, but you know, it's it's there for you if you'd like to uh, if you'd like to simulcast with us. You know what? I got to say think, something. I think I might look into that. Yeah, she. You know, you're you're good with people. You have no problem talking. You know, you can talk to a stranger. Old souls can talk to a stranger, and you're good at that. All right, there you go. So, well, thank you, Joe. Over. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. You too. Good night. Hey, Joe. Uh, do old souls get to collect like psychic social security or anything? No. That's a good question there. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next call. Again, the number is 508-996-0500, 1-877-996-1420. And good evening. You are next on the line with Joe Who. Hello. Uh, hi, we just need your name and your month of birth. Okay, my name is Gloria, and my birthday is 4-1937. Oh, oh yeah, just, just April, right? Yes. Okay. Also, very. you've got a lot of energy, although... I think your energy is going, you got something that's kind of pulling you down just a little bit, but you're a very strong person. Uh, and people, in fact, people you talk to are, are quite amazed how you, how you handle life. Um, you know, I think you grew up with a school of hard knocks. I think you've learned a lot. You've got a lot of life, life experiences, and they don't slow you down. They don't hold you back. All right? Uh, you decided maybe 20 years ago that you were going to go forward no matter what, and you're still holding to that today. And right now, you're packing and unpacking boxes. And what that means is change. You're going through a transition. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have a question? Uh, health-wise. Okay. What do you want to know about your health? Yes. Uh, anything specific? Anything specific. Uh, no. Well, I, I don't see anything. I said you're very strong. I said people are amazed how you carry yourself. Okay. Okay. I think your health is pretty good. What about The my only thing I want, you know, when was the last time you had your eyes checked? Yes. Yes. I'm worried about the left eye uh, vision over the right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you need to have that checked not by an eye doctor, by, but by an ophthalmologist. Yes. Okay. I, I just had a... Uh, oh, you just had it done? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. And what uh, about money what, Let me ask you a question. What did he say? Oh, I had to have a cataract operation. Okay. That was a 15, 20-minute thing, right? Mm-hmm. And you're going to see better than before you had the cataract. Oh, I hope so. Oh, you will. They put a new lens in. Yes. You'll be fine. Um, so, you know, other than that, you know, your blood pressure sometimes goes up and down, but not much. Yes. Okay. Other than that, you're not bad. Okay, thank you. All right, good okay, news. Bye. Thank you for listening, too. All right, we have another call lined up, uh, but we do have some open lines, 508-996-0500, 1-877-996-1420. So uh, get involved while you can because those lines will fill up. Let's go to the next call. Good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast with Joe Who. We need your name and the month of your birth. Mike in November. Okay, Mike, you're a little bit of a younger soul, Okay. Younger souls are people that are independent. They don't need a lot of people around them to be happy. If you've got one or two good friends, you're fine. The only thing that can fool you, Mike, is affairs of the heart. That is the only thing that can fool you, all right? You have to be careful about that. Um, and you're, you're kind of an internal person. Uh, you know, you don't let out. You only tell people what you want them to know. You're kind of close with your feelings and stuff. And you've got a, an interesting, aggressive part of you, but, you know, it takes a, a time to bring that out. And when it brings it out, then that's not a good thing when it comes out, you know. But holding it in isn't good either. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Let's go to the next call. Uh, again, 508-996-0500, Those are the numbers. Good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast with Joe Who. How are you? We need your name and your month of birth. Uh, the name is Ken, and the month of birth is October. What's your first name? Ken. Ken? Did you say Ken? Yes. Okay. Uh, first of all, Ken, you're, you're an interesting guy. Um, you're multifaceted. You do all kinds of different things. You like people. You know, um, i, I got to tell you something, too. You've got a fluctuating sugar level. You're not diabetic, are you? Yes, I am. Okay. Um, you, are you, I hope you're keeping track of it. No. No, uh, why not? No, no, I said yes. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> okay, good. Um, but as so long as you keep track of it, you're fine. And make sure you keep your eyes, you know, uh, once in a while, have your eyes checked and your kidney functions checked, okay? Every four months. Okay, yep. good. you have a question? Uh, just wonder what I get to look forward to. Oh, i got a lot to look forward to. My gosh, how old are you? Don't tell me. You're, you know, you're, you're, you're not, trust me, you've got, you got a lot of time left in your life, so don't worry about that. You know what? You're, a, you're, an, you're an old soul. You can bring what you want to you. Did you ever hear the expression, be careful, you might get what you asked for? Yes. Okay, well, if you think positive, you bring positive. If you think negative, you bring negative. You know? Um, you you like to travel, but you don't do it much? Not anymore, no. How come? Uh, I lost my missus and just don't have the ambition anymore. You know what? I got to tell you something. Your missus will, is, you know, your missus is around. You'll, you'll see each other again. Trust me, you will. Okay? That's not the point. She doesn't want you to, she doesn't want you to sit around the house on your fanny and not do anything. She doesn't want you to do that. You know, she's always been the motivator, you know? Yeah, yeah. If you listen, you can hear her tell you. Okay. You know, hey, listen, every night when you go to bed, you know, say her first name and say, hey, if you're okay, would you let me know? 
If you do that every night, just say it once before you go to bed, within 7 to 21 days, I guarantee you, she'll let you know. And not tell you about a light bulb from the career. There's something a lot more profound than that. Very good. Okay? Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much for calling in. Uh, the numbers again, 508-996-0500, uh, Now, one, one thing that I never like to do, Joe, as the host of the show, is I never really like to ask guests that have abilities to, to give me a reading, but I'm interested to see if you pick up anything from me because hearing the sound of my voice for, you know, the, the last hour and a half or so, you know, uh, I'm just interested to find out if anything's been coming through. Oh, a lot of things have been coming through. First name is Tim. Month of your birth, Tim? January. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I've heard it over your voice. i got to tell you something. You're, you know, you're an analytical guy. Of course, you got heart and emotions, all right? But sometimes you question yourself way too much. You're always worried if you're doing the right thing or you're coming across the right way, all right? Now, your, your true life's calling, you know, you're, you're, you're going to hold on to that until it comes to fruition, all right? And you probably have to, it's probably going to take, before it comes to a, the fruition that you want, another year and a half to two years, but don't get sidetracked. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? I do, yes. Yeah. Okay? Absolutely, because you get sidetracked. You don't mean to, but you do. I do. I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. And you know what's funny? Uh, big things don't bother you. Little things do. Things that nitpick drive you up a wall. Hey, do you have any advice uh, of any way that I can handle those little things that, that drive me crazy? You know what? i got to tell you something. Um that's a difficult thing because people worry. What does worry do? I mean, let, you know, hey, Tim, let's say you're in your driveway. You got your car, you know, you start your car and your car's running, but it's in parking. You're giving it gas. What are you doing? You're burning energy and you're not going anywhere. That's what worry is, you know? You just work on the things that, you, you know, that help you doing what you want. The little things that are thrown in your way, you know, you, you just you have to let them go. You have to let them go. You know, some people accuse you of being a little persnickety, <laughs> you know? That's a nice way of putting it, yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> the thing is, because you don't, you don't know how to vent. You know, you take things in, you don't let it out. You know, 10 pounds of poop in a 5-pound bag is not a good issue. Mm. Okay, that's the biggest issue, I think, that, that you have to look at. A 10-pound poop, he does know me well. You know, in a 5-pound bag. In other words, you're holding on to... You know, look, at people can only hold on to so many things emotionally before it starts to come out in physical attributes. Sleeplessness, gastro, you know, problems in the stomach, all kinds of things. Moodiness. How's your weight been, Tim? Uh, well, it's been pretty much steadily over uh-huh. <laughs> for most of my life. I'm okay. more concerned with the narcolepsy. I wonder if this may be part of, part of that problem you may have having the narcolepsy. Uh, you know what? I would suggest he would have more sleep apnea than narcolepsy. Are you? Are you? I, 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 am, both. I do. I have. I won the lottery. I have uh, both sleep apnea and narcolepsy. You, you've got them both. Yes. How do they treat your narcolepsy with Nexodrine? Uh, current, currently not treating it. Um, due to the health, the my health insurance does not believe that it's uh, a separate issue from sleep apnea, no matter what we tell them. But uh, I am on CPAP therapy for the apnea, and then for the narcolepsy, I, I just try to stay awake. All right, let me, you know what, if they got a, if they got a neurologist report, they can't deny it. Let me ask you a question. Uh, when was the last time you had your mask regulated or checked? Uh, it's been a while. That's right. So you have to have it checked every six months. Mm-hmm. You should do it. Do See, you know what's funny? You're demanding of other people, but you're procrastinating when it comes to yourself. <laughs> that's absolutely true, yes. You know, that's not good. You know, you're a young guy. When did you graduate high school? Uh, 1996. And when did Matt graduate high school? 85. You know when I graduated high school? In 1967. I was born then. That's right. <laughs> okay. Well, if you think old, you get old. I tell people I'm too old to grow up anyway. I would say, you don't, you don't sound like you think old at all. No, I don't have gray hair. People don't believe that. I don't dye my hair either. I'm 62 years old. My dad passed away at 85 years old. I think he had 10. 
My mother's 89 years old. She still drives and complains about old people. <laughs> and she lives in Chicago. You know, and in Illinois, after you're 80, 80, I think it is, you have to go behind the wheel test every year, and she always passes. Well, I'll say this, too. I mean, I, I've known some people who uh, have lived uh, into their 70s and their 80s without a gray hair at all. Yep. And it's all in how you live. That's right. If you think old, you get old. There you go. Well, we got a couple calls lined up here, so let's give them a chance. Good evening. You are on Spooky South Coast with Joe Who. We need your name and the month of your birth. Okay, my name is Victor August. Okay, Victor, you have a question. Oh, just about my life and my um, health. Okay, well, first of all, that's, that's a long time. That's a lot of things to go in a short uh, level here. All right, you know, you're an independent guy, at least as much as you want to be, all right? Uh, you've got, you've got like a, that's what I want to, you've got a lot of little things going on that culminate into like, a, not a major thing, but they're getting bigger. So as far as your health issues go, it's, you know, this, that, this, that, and, and they cause more and more problems with you, okay? Um, you're the kind of personality, too, that if someone tells you that you have to do this to change this and you have to do that to change that, you start, yes, I'm going to do that, but yet then when it comes time to do it, you kind of slack off, okay? You have to stay on track whatever treatment and health. Your health isn't that bad, but there's a lot of toxicity in your system, and I can't see what that's from. Are you being treated for something right now? Um, no. Are you so on far, wait, so are you far, any, wait, 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 let me finish. I'm are sorry. you taking any kind of medications? No. Then you have a high acidity content, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out why. Oh, I do. Yes. Your system is highly acidic. Okay? That's not a good thing. You know, usually when I see a high acidity in pre uh, people, it's usually anxiety, but you don't strike me as being a very anxious person. So it's wow. something else. Okay, when was the last time you had a physical? Oh, it was years ago. Well, I suggest you have a physical. Okay. Okay? I thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, you have a good night. You, you too. too. Yeah, bye-bye. We have another call here. Again, the numbers are 508-996-0500, for your chance to talk with Joe Who. Uh, let's go to the next call. Good evening. You are on Spooky South Coast with Joe Who. Can we have your name and the month of your birth? Loretta, January. Loretta, is it? Loretta. How are you, Loretta? What's that? I said, how are you? Fine. Good. You have a question for me? Well, I want to know about me. You want to know about you? Yeah. My gosh, Loretta, you've seen a lot of things in your life, okay? You know, and you're very opinionated. If someone tells you something, you don't believe it, you know, you'll be nice to them, but you're not going to believe it until, until you see it, you know, until you, that. And the interesting thing is, you've got a lot of experiences in your life. You've had a very interesting life so far, and you've still got some way to go, so I'm not worried about that. Um, the thing, I've got to ask you something. Do you actually, you know, do you get out and you get about, you do a lot of different things? Yes, I do. Okay, good. Keep yourself active, Loretta, because if you keep yourself active, it keeps you young, at least young at heart. Okay, right? I do have one question. Sure, go ahead. I have a son who has a uh, medical problem. Okay. What can you tell me about that? Okay, what's his first name? Brad. What is it? Brad. And what's the month of his birth? April. Okay, well, he's got several. Which one you are talking about? I have several what? He's got several health problems. Which one are you talking about? Oh... He does have several. Yeah. Which one are you talking about? Well, his muscles. He has a muscle problem. His muscles are weakening. Yeah. Yeah. What? What do they call that? I, it's a long name. I know it is. Uh, yeah, that's one thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. His enzymes on his in his liver are elevated. I'm not sure if it's medications he's taking or what it is. There's some problem with the sheathing of the nerves, which might affect the muscles too. Okay. How old is it? How old is this guy? One. What is it? One. 
61. 61? Mm-hmm. You know, what he's got, they can, they, there's, uh, the treatments are hit and miss. You know that, don't you? What? The treatments are hit and miss. They're, they might be able to slow it down, but it's going to continue. I see. You know that, right? Yes, yeah. It's, it's unfortunate. Um, you know, but I, I do believe in miracles, and I do believe in spontaneous healing, but he has to believe it. Anybody else can believe it. doesn't mean anything. He has to believe it, and I've seen many cases in my life. Okay. Okay? All right. Thank, thank you. you. Right. Well, best of luck. Hope everything works out yes. for, the, for the best. All right, let's go to the next call. He's, uh, got a, he's, got a, he's, taking, a medic, he's taking something that's not good for his liver. Okay, so definitely keep that in mind, Loretta. Yeah. All right, uh, next call. Good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast with Joe Hook. We have your name and the month of your birth. Nathan, April. What's wrong, Nathan? What do you need to know? Um, am I where I need to be on this journey of life? No. <laughs> you know what? Listen, you know, we're human beings, okay? On the, in this life, we walk many paths. Some lead home and some don't, all right? You know, you, you've, you've walked many paths, and you still haven't found the one that you're, you're searching for yet. And it's going to be a couple years before you do. And it's going to be based on an epiphany that you're going to have, all right? It's not going to be anything that anybody tells you. You know, because sometimes people give you the, you know, the, the, the good intentions, but they give you bad advice, all right? You know, you have to rely on what's inside you. So, you know, as far as, are you floundering? No, but you haven't, you know, have you found true happiness yet? No. You know, there, you've got islands of stability and islands of happiness, but, you know, the struggle that you're searching for is going to take another year and a half to two. And when you hit it, you'll never back, back, you'll never back away from it. And I'm not telling you something just to hear myself talk or just to make you feel good. I'm telling you it's absolutely true. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. All right. And, and that must be a question that a lot of people want to know about their lives, Joe, is, you know, if they're they're doing things right, if they're following the right path. And that must be a tricky question for you because... I can't tell people what to do. I can tell them what I see, unless I have it a suggestion. You know, you need to see a doctor. You need to go have this, like the gentleman. He needs to have a physical, and there's, and I, because I see a sitting in system, and it's not anxiety, so it's something I, I'm concerned about. And, and doesn't you sharing information with them and, and telling them that kind of alter their path anyway? It, it gives them the, you know, the free, the free will is theirs. Whether they go or not, that's his business. Okay. Right? All right, again. I'm not making him go. I'm telling him, you know, he needs to have it done. And then he makes that decision on his own. That's right. Free will is free will. Free will is free will. That's right, man. Uh, 508-996-0500, 1-877-996-1420 are the numbers. We have some open lines, so jump in now while you can. Uh, good evening. You are next on Spooky South Coast with Joe Who. We need your name and the month of your birth. Hello? Hi, Hello. There. Sorry. Can you just turn your radio down? Turn your radio down. What the heck was that? It's called feedback. Twilight Zone. Okay, you still, are you still there, caller? Yes. Okay, can we have your name, your first name, and the month of your birth? Um, Ian and February. How old are you, Aaron? Um, Ian, actually, 32. I'm sorry, it's Ann or Aaron? Ian. And you're 32? I'm sorry, what's the month of your birth again? February. Okay, what do you want to know? Um, relationship-wise. <laughs> That's a loaded question. Um, anybody current, I'm kind of seeing someone right now. Yeah, I know you're kind of seeing someone right now. I've got to tell you something. Um, in your life, you have not made the best choices in affairs of the heart. You know why? Let's say there's two guys, one on the left side of you and one on the right side. The one on the right side is a nice guy, nice guy, good guy, has a good job, 
And the guy on the left side is a nice guy, but he's kind of edgy. You'll always go for the edgy one. All right? You always go for the edgy one. They come across like they're strong, but they turn out not to be, or they turn out to be emotionally abusive. Your, your choices are the wrong choices. You're picking the wrong people all the time. You like the bad boy. you got to luck the other way. The person you're kind of seeing now, um, you're kind of seeing him. Do I think it'll develop in a full-blow relationship? No. I'm sorry to say that, but it's not. Okay. Okay? Sounds about right. Thank you. <laughs> All right, thank you. Sounds like a lonely night for you tonight, Moniz. <laughs> hey, Moniz, you know what? Stop, stop, stop trying to go for the bad boy. You know the guys you think are strong, they're not. They're anything but strong. I'm not after boys. No, I'm not. <laughs> All right, thank you very much, Ann, for calling. Thanks. If you need, If you do need a nice guy, Moniz is available. Take you out to dinner. <laughs> All right, have a good night. You too. All right. All right. Matt, uh, Matt Moniz is the, my co-host here, uh, Joe, who you've been talking with during the show. But we also have our producer, Matt Costa, here in the studio. Matt Costa, we're getting, like, chance here in the in the uh, chat room for you to talk to Joe Who. Is yeah. that something you'd be interested in doing? I know you're um, a very private person. I suppose I could. Okay. Well, why don't you okay. tell him your name and the month of your birth? Uh, Matt in July. Where are you, where are you from originally, Matt? Uh, around here. Cape Cod. Okay. Um... Matt is a, an old soul, but i got to tell you something, Matt. Matt's got an interesting ability. Um, if he... Now, now, I'm not saying you do this, but you have the ability. Let's say you get uh, get angry at a person or a situation. You can close that door and not open it for 10 years. It wouldn't bother you. In other words, you have the ability to hold a grudge for 20 years if you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny? Uh, it's true. Yeah. It's absolutely true. You know, are you a private person? You're a selective loner. Okay. You're going to only let people in your life who you want to get in your life, and and you don't like people knowing a lot about you. So you know that's just how you are. You have this air of, you know, people are mysterious. No, you're a very private person, like Tim said. But when people get to know you, and and I got to trust, I got to tell you, you know, as far as your circle of friends, that is very small, and that's your choice. Yeah, sounds right. Yeah, and that's how you are. Um, and you, but you know, your mind is always going. You've got a very creative mind. In a million different places at one time, but people would never know that. I certainly wouldn't. <laughs> and I see the guy all the time. He seems to be one of the most focused people I know. So there you go. So he's Matt, focused. He's focused on what he's doing. Yeah, I have no problem with that. I'm saying all the things that are going on inside him. And, and just to give you an idea, everybody in the chat room is asking who that was that just spoke. <laughs> it's probably been a while since I got behind the mic. All right, the numbers are five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. One eight seven seven nine nine six fourteen twenty. 996 Now, Joe, I know that you said that you've dealt with some people who are very high-profile clients in the past. Yes. Uh, how much uh, do you try to avoid any kind of influence about knowing anything about them beforehand? I don't care. I mean, if, I, if they're a famous person, I'm going to know what the, what, the, what the media says about them. But, but, you know, what the media says, well, personally, are never the same thing. Never. Rarely, if anything. So I don't, you know... And when I see it, when I start reading a person, it's not me, so I could care less what I heard. Does that make sense to you? No, I understand. Like Matt, okay? There's something about Matt I'm trying to put my finger on. And Which one? The first Matt. That would be me. Yeah. Is there any music in you at all? Guitar <laughs> or something? I was a sound engineer for 15 years. Okay, that's what it was. I couldn't figure out something with music, but I don't see you playing anything really, you know, extensively, but I kept seeing music. Uh, I work with many famous bands and other things like that over the years. Cool. So. Okay. Yeah, we tried to get him to play something, but he he doesn't practice. I didn't do that bad <laughs> with the drums thing that we had. That's true. Okay. So okay. All right. Then we'll see. Now see. Sometimes I see things that I don't understand what the heck it is. 
because I'm thinking, wait a minute, why do I see music at night? I said, well, I don't necessarily see him playing keyboard or guitar, but maybe I'm missing it. No, I, I was the guy behind the mixing board. You were the guy that did the mixing board. Cool. Yeah. See? So that, there's an example. I see things sometimes I can't identify what they mean. And I get and I get, sometimes get mixed up about it. See, I was right on one side. It was music, but it was not, not a musician, but the guy behind the mic. The well, guy that makes the group sound good. I do the best I can. Some I just, you know. <laughs> no matter how many knobs I turn, you did out. it for fifteen years. Uh, yeah, am I wrong, Tim? No. You still do it? Every now and then. How come you stopped? Uh, money wasn't there. Uh, personal reasons in in terms of you know my, things going on in my life and God, stuff I like thought, that. Career. Yeah, I know about your personal life. I know that I thought that sound engineers made good money. I I was a house engineer for a number of years in a particular club. That's as a matter of fact where I met these guys <laughs> first time. Believe it yeah. or not, was twisting knobs at a at a club, and it it was more therapy for me. You know, oh. I worked, you know, as a scientist during the day, okay. and it's very stressful uh, work in analytical chemistry. Everything got to being so precise and so. But I've always enjoyed music, and uh, when I got the weekend gig at a, a local biker bar, and I would be turning the knobs for bands that come in, and that was my therapy. You know, that's funny you said. I have a client who's an analytical chemist. Oh. And she works for Hospira, I think it is, some big drug company. It's an offshoot of a big one, Abbott or something, I can't remember. Abbott Pharmaceutical. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and she's a remarkable person. I always wonder, I said, what does an analytical chemist do? You know, because I, I always, and finally she told me, I said, wow, well, that's a trip. <laughs> you know? But I used to work with the Defense Department in top secret military projects in robotics. Ah, cool. See, so I've done a lot of that stuff, too. You know? But, uh, okay, so that, you just, you answered my question about the music. That's why I saw the music. Okay. And it is, you know, therapy? Absolutely. And you know why? Because I'm free when I get to do it. Well, yeah. What did I say you were? What kind of soul did I say you were? I am an old soul. That's right. You're a young soul playing in a young soul. You're an old soul playing in a young soul world, and you needed the old soul input to help you feel better. And it's nothing that's a conscious thing. It's just part of who your entity is. All right. I think I understand and can accept that explanation. Yep. Yep. We did get a question from the chat room, Joe. Somebody wanted to know... Uh, how this ability affects your day-to-day life? Does it bring more positive energy into your life or more negative energy into your life? Does it does it weigh you down or does it kind of lift you up? Well, first of all, first and foremost, I really, really love people. I've always did, ever since I was a little kid. When I was a little boy growing up, you know, when little boys cry, they say, oh, stop crying, be a man. My family never said that, you know. No matter what I was feeling, I might say, just let it out, let it go. You know, they never stopped me from inhibiting any of my emotions, you know. So... Uh, do I feel, it, on the whole, it's very uplifting because I love people. I love helping people. I really do. I've never turned down anybody, ever. And I do. And something else I'm going to tell you, but I'm not going to tell you anything more. I work on murders and missing persons, time, and I never talk about them, nor do I take any funds for those things. That was going to be a question I was going to ask a little bit. Have you ever worked with police departments? Oh, absolutely. And, I, and like I said, and I never take funds for that because it's just not right to do. There you go. That, that, I would agree with that. Uh, the phone lines are open, believe it or not, 508-996-0500, We only have uh, probably about 15 minutes left in the show, so get through while you can to talk to Joe Who. But if you want to talk to him uh, on a more pers- personal basis, if you don't want to have details about yourself shared on the radio, or if you want to get more in-depth with your reading, you can reach him through his website, joewho.com, and you can also book a reading with them that way. Uh, Joe, is there, a, is there a phone line that they can call to book readings as well? Oh, sure. They can call uh, phone number area code 815-498-9065. That's 815-498-9065. Or through the website, if you go to my website, which is johu.com, 
on the home page in blue letters, it says, click here for a session with Chicago Psychic Joe Who. It takes you to the page. You can either use PayPal or whatever credit card you have. It accepts credit cards from all over the world. It's, a, it's a, some kind of a weird account. It accepts worldwide credit cards. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I want to ask you guys something. Have you heard about this guy that's going around and came out with a book about John Wayne Gacy? Yes, uh, actually, yeah, we've been discussing it. Uh, I went to long. high school. I went to high school with him. Really? Not John Wayne Gacy? Gacy. No, the, the, the gentleman <laughs> that wrote the book? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I went to high school with him. In fact, he was, he was a judge for a while. And he's a lawyer, but he became a judge, and I think he's retired. So then the easy question to ask you is, do you think you'd be a good interview for our show? Oh, I would, absolutely. And, and is, that, uh, is that something that you're seeing, or is that just because you know No, that's something I'm seeing. He doesn't know. He knows my real name. He doesn't know I'm Joe Who. Ah. You know? Uh, but I got my yearbook. He was on the track team. He's probably the shortest guy on the track team. There, tell him something. You can tell him that. Say, I heard you you were one of the shortest guys on your track team. If he says no, I'll send you a picture <laughs> of my yearbook. <laughs> Will do. All right. Uh, His name is Sam Amirani. And and I think Chris is uh, definitely uh, working on getting him on the program. Yep, and I can tell you a story about John Wayne Gacy that I know. Sure. Personally. Is, is it something you want to share on the air? You want to tell uh, us? It would, it would take time to tell it. Okay. You know, but it's true. You know, I mean, it's a long. It has to do with psychic ability and my mother and me. Okay. Well, we do have a call on the line, but one quick question I just want to ask you that came from sure. the chat room. Somebody want to know if uh, when you hear a radio, uh, if you hear a song on the radio, can you read the singer? Now, it says on your website that you have to have live voice interaction, right? It has to be a live voice. Or believe it or not, I've been experimenting with tape versus digital. Digital, I can pick up stuff. Tape, I can't. Isn't that weird? Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out why. Uh, I'm very curious about that. I am. I really am, man. Um, have you tried the same with video? Um, uh, meaning, you know, like the old analog videotape versus, you know, a digital recording of something on video. That, that's right. Digital recording, I can pick up stuff. Analog, no. Hmm. You know, I can read politicians when they're live. Okay. How about a record? No. Okay. You can't read. It's interesting because a record is analog. Yes. I can't. Now, for the digital tape, I pick up things. Now, when people, you know, when I do my show, people can send an instant comment right across the air, and I see it on the screen. You know, if it's a, a general question, I can answer it. But if they want to know a question, I'll say, you have to call me. You know? Okay. All right. Why don't we go to this next call? Uh, again, the number is 508-996-0500, And good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast with Joe Hook. We have your name and your date of uh, month of birth. Virginia, July. Well, okay, there's a lot of noise in the background. What do you want to know, Virginia? Uh, about my mother, who's passed on. Okay, what was your mother's name? Beverly. And what was uh, what was the month of her birth? April. Okay, what do you want to know about her? Uh, she's still around. Uh, she's well, your mother, your mother, let me tell you something. Your mother was always a feisty woman when she was well, Okay. You and her would be best friends or butt heads over nothing in the middle with you, all right? Did she love you? Absolutely. Is she hanging around? No. Does she visit once in a while? Yes. But her, you know, your, your journey, getting to the center is a working process. One lifetime doesn't do it, all right? But your mother's not coming back. This is her last lifetime here. So she's going to be waiting or what's next for her, all right? It's not coming back here. So does she check in once in a while? Oh, absolutely. But, you know, does she hang around? No. And by the way, she's unencumbered. Catching up with two people, especially two people that she was extremely close that passed before she did. Yeah. You know that, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay? All right. Thank you. All right, uh, let's go to the next call. Good evening. You are on Spooky South Coast with Joe Who. Can we have your name and the month of your birth, please? Lucille. 
month is November. What do you want to know, Lucille? Pardon me? Do you have a question? Uh, just a general question about my health. Let me look at your health. Well, Lucille, i got to tell you something. What strikes me the Whoops. Okay, strikes me the most, um, your health is that... Are you okay, Lucille? I'm here. Okay. okay. I don't know why we keep getting that... I don't know what that is. Weird. Okay. I think we might have to have you try to call back, and if you could turn down the radio, that would help, too. That's what I'm trying to do. Okay. All right, just give us a call back. Thank you. What was that? No, that's never happened in doing the show for six years now. We've never what it happen. sounds like is she's leaning with her shoulder and yeah, holding her the phone. Is hitting the button or something. Correct. Oh, wait, you mean like those, oh, the phones you could actually like do that, that with back yeah. in those days? Like oh. that. Oh, yeah. Those yeah, those, those, oh. yeah. I know that could still happen. Sure can. <laughs> she might have also had a rotary dial, it sounded like, too. You know, <laughs> you know what i got to tell you? i gotta, I got to be honest with you guys. As I look at the world situation, I look at us, you know, and we're part of this. You know, since when are we so self-absorbed that we have to be in communication 24-7 with cell phones? Yeah. yeah. You know? Wait, it's, it's almost like uh, just more of our ego. and they, you know, No, no, I don't think it's that either. I think it's by design. I mean, look at how, look at the volume of the outside world. How many times, are, how long of, uh, in the course of any day, how much you're being force-fed? Yeah. Think about it. I look at it more, though, like, you know, people say that, you know, we're, we're able to connect more than we ever have uh, in our existence, and... But yet, at the is same time, we're more, we're more isolated, though. Is and that a good thing? Information overload. Hey, I, I guess that's right, man. Hey, you know what? Everybody should learn how to turn down the volume of the outside world and turn up the volume of the inside world. Sounds a lot better off. What did you say about me? Retreating back to my own little thing uh, now and then? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to... we got a couple calls here lined up. Good evening. You are on with Joe Who. Can we have your name and your month of birth? Lucille. Hi, Lucille. In November. Trying right? again in November. So- yeah. Sounds a lot better now. Pardon me. Sounds a lot better. Okay. Okay. I was just curious about my health and about my personal life. Well, first of all, your your health. Are you taking medications now? Oh God, yes. I know you are, and it's hard to read. It's actually affecting you in a lot of different ways. It's affecting your speech. It's your. It's affecting your ability to reason. It's almost like it's toning you down. You know, are you taking any are you taking antidepressants? No, I don't take antidepressants. What is it? What is it you're taking that's dragging you like that? What is it? I don't know. I take five. I take lisinopril. I take glyburide. I take metformin. Well, that's I take for diabetes. That's all for diabetes and high blood pressure. Oh, the the blood pressure would be uh, topril and lisinopril. Oh, I know. I know that. I know that. I know what you're taking. One is for di- one is for sugar and one is for blood pressure. Yeah. Right. And, and there's another medication that I think is interacting with the other one. Do you have more than one doctor? Uh, yes, I do. Do me a favor. Trust me on this. Write down all the medica- medications you're taking. Go to your pharmacist and ask him if any one contraindicates the other. One medication is reacting with the other, and it's, it's affecting your, your, your uh, mental capacity to, to think. It's slowing you down. It's not right. No, I'm not allowed to dispense medical information, but working as an analytical chemist and a person that helps invent these drugs, I say listen to him because he's on the right track. All right, there you go. Well, thank you very much for calling back. And I guess. Thank you. All right. Take care. Uh, that's what I see. I mean, absolutely true. That's what I see. All right. Let's go to the next call here. Uh, good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast with Joe Who. Can we have your name and the month of your birth? My name is Dennis, 
and the month of my birth is August. Okay, Dennis, were you a boss or a supervisor? Uh, not really. Uh, I've been in supervisory positions here and there, but um, the reason why I'm asking you temporary. The reason why I'm asking you is that you were a supervisory material. What happened? Uh, well, I had a a, uh, problem with um, a physical problem. Okay, okay. What's your question, my friend? Pardon me. What's your question? See, you're you're no. a very, you're an analytical guy, and you you know you could take care of business. You were definitely uh, corporate material, and I couldn't understand why you didn't you know why things kind of you know kind of you kind of not necessarily slip back down, but you step back down. I couldn't understand well, why. Well, I can tell you, I'm, I I lost my eyesight. I went blind. Okay. So 100 percent now. Yeah, 100 percent. From what? Di- uh, from diabetic retinitis. No, from an infection. How long ago was that? Uh, 2004. And they couldn't stop it? No. Is the optic nerve still intact? Uh, uh, no. Uh, uh, I lost one eye in 1966, and I got an infection in the other eye in 2004. My question is, your optic nerve intact, or is that destroyed? The optic nerve? Yes. No. I think it's still intact. Well, it, I don't know if it really is or not, but uh, um, the eye is atrophied. Yeah. The, da- the damage was in the eye, and uh, the uh yeah. The, what happened is I had a lens put in, and the um, and the lens infected my eye. Right. Um, you know, but if the optic nerve is intact mm-hmm. and the eyeball is still present, there's a, they're looking for people to implant this uh, this laser, this thing device. Research groups in the country. There's one in Chicago. I think there's one in New York too. I see your optic nerves are still intact. Mm. Well, my my question is, yeah. well, it's funny you should bring all this up because my question was, you know, um, one of direction. You know, kind of, I'm kind of like uh, lost right now. Yeah, I know. I'm looking for... What support mechanisms do you have? Pardon me? What support mechanisms do you have? I don't understand. Like a support system in place? Uh, oh, yeah, I have I have plenty of support. I have, you know, a significant other. I have, okay. Yeah. Okay, I, know, I knew that. Okay. Well, okay. well, I'm sorry, what's your question? No, well, what I mean is, you know, what I was looking for is, you know, I'm kind of like, I don't know which way to go, personally. You know, I, I'm capable of doing a lot of things. Absolutely are. And, um, you know, uh, I kind of like lost my nerve. You know what? I know it's not that you lost your nerve. You're kind of down. Okay, you're kind of down because I got to tell you something. You know, uh, a person who loses their sight when they're young in life is different than a person who was born without sight. Okay, I see that the optic nerves are intact. At least one is for sure. I know it is. All right, you would be a a candidate for this implant. Mm. And you know, please look into it because it can bring you sight. And they're getting clearer and clearer every day. Woman, this woman went blind and she could read now. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I stay pretty much up on it. You know, as a matter of fact, the eye infirmary, uh, Dr. Rizzo, okay. is doing um, some amazing research with that. And there's also a, uh, down in Philadelphia. Right, so you are familiar with that. Yeah, okay. I am familiar with it. All right. Well, thank you very much, Dennis. We want to try to squeeze in this one last call. Okay. Have a good night. All right. You know what? Honestly, he's a candidate. Well, definitely he should look into it. And I hope he gets back to us and lets us know. Right. All right, uh, last call of the night. Good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast with Joe Hook. We have your name and the month of your birth. It's Jennifer, and it's October. Okay. What do you want to know, Jennifer? You know what, Jennifer? You, you, did anybody tell you you have a charismatic air about you? Oh, uh, no. Well, you do. Oh, thanks. Okay. And what that means is uh, 
I've got to be careful when I say this. What that means is you have a remarkable ability to get people to do what you want, okay, because people like you, all right? But on the other side of that coin, there's something from the past that's making you hold back who you are. No. Do you have a question? I do. I um, I was wondering if, if, you know, it's kind of an odd question. I was wondering if we'll have any more kids. <laughs> it's something we've been trying for a while. You know what? You want another child? I, we do, yeah. Okay, listen carefully. And, and, and i got to go this real quick. Stop using any fluoridated toothpaste. Okay. okay. Both of you, stop eating any meat that's rare. Okay? And, and, uh, and stop drinking the tap water, unless you're on a well. All right? Okay. Increase your vegetable intake and try to uh, be intimate in the late afternoon or early evening, and you'll conceive. Now, those things I want you to stop, oh, and, and, and stop eating any kind of artificial sweetener. Okay. Okay, both of you, not just one, because there's nothing wrong with either one of you. However, okay. there's things in your system, uh, there's a lot of toxicity in your system from those things. All right. Okay. Well, thank you very much for calling in. Thanks. All right. Uh, the work. Don't laugh. I've trust. No, me. I, 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 I totally believe you. But it's amazing some of the things that people don't take into account that might be, you know, blocking them from reaching their dreams. You know, fluoride is a deadly poison. It's also a fluorine compound. Hitler, you know, experimented with putting in the water in, in Germany. It, it subdues your moods. It's the same thing as Prozac and Zoloft. It's a form of that, and yet, and yet it's a waste product. So you know, it's crazy. It doesn't do anything for teeth. It's also the, the cause of tooth decay is dry mouth. It's also the most corrosive substance known to man. Oh, sure. And and they wonder why women have osteoporosis. It leaches calcium right out of the bones. You're an analytical chemist. You know that. Yep. All right. Well, that uh, just about does it for tonight's show. Thanks, <laughs> Joe. I mean, at, when Chris was telling us about your uh, your ability to make those connections uh, with people, I mean, we've all experienced it firsthand, and a number of listeners got to as well. But if you didn't get a chance, or if you're listening on, to the show on podcast and you want to find out more, uh, just go to joewho.com. That's the website where they can get a hold of you if they want to have a reading, if they want to find out more about you, and, of course, where they can listen to the Joe Who Show, which uh, it sounds to me, Joe, like uh, you're just an interesting guy, aside from having this ability. And uh, I can only imagine... Imagine uh, just just the the great discussions that you have with so many of the guests that you've had on the show. Hey, you guys are great guys, and I got to tell you something. Matt gets ready for part two of his life because it's going to make an interesting change. He's going to be very happy with it, and you need to be stick to the grindstone because you see, get, get sidetracked too much. All right, I definitely will do that. <laughs> and it's good. Second part of my life? Yes. I thought it was all one part. No, no, there's another. No, no, we got many parts in our life. You know, there's something coming your way uh, that's going to really make you ecstatic. The only downside to that is you're stuck with us through the second half of your life. You got away with not having us for most of the first half. Oh, wow. Right. You're stuck with us the rest of the way. I'm not saying he's leaving the job. That's not what I'm saying. It's something else. A new job? It's something very personal to you. Ooh. And I wouldn't say it on the air anyway. It's something very personal Sounds to you. Good. All right. So hold the line. Go, I'll talk to you off uh, the Go air. to his website and you can <laughs> book a half an hour session. With no, we don't have to do that. I'm just telling them, you know. All right. Just be open. All right. Thank you very much, Joe. All we'll right. talk to you sometime down the line. Have a great night. All right. Thank you very much. Guys. Thanks, Joe. Right. Again, JoeWho.com right. is the website. Next week we'll be back. We're going to be talking about the Sally House by request by a number of listeners. We'll talk about the paranormal goings on there, and we'll talk about everything in the world of the paranormal. Uh, again, don't forget, October 15th is going to be our big Wareham Haunted History Night, so you want to uh, get a hold of me at SpookyCrew at SpookySouthCoast.com if you want to book your spot. $150 a ticket. They will go fast. 
and next week we'll be back on at our regular time or whenever the Red Sox get over. I know Matt Costa, you're not, you're going to be taking the night off, so Matt Moniz is going to be behind the board. So good luck with that. <laughs> Try not to cut off any phone calls. Until next I week. I thought you were working the phone. Until next week, for Matt Moniz, for Matt Costa, for Chris Balzano, I'm Tim Weisberg. Stay spooktacular.